Gaming Today presents Cash Considerations. Welcome to the Cash Considerations podcast. Today is Thursday, October 29th, and we are all recovering from the grand opening of the Circa Resort and Sportsbook. Um, we got the boys here, and we brought a special guest. Friend of the show has been on a couple times, and it's just apropos that he has to come on today um, based on being at the opening and everything else that went on. So before we welcome him in, let's, uh, let's get back to the boys. Well, I want to especially thank Vic Chalkshe last week for stepping in for us, stepping in for me. Um, I was without Wi-Fi in Florida. And Vic stepped in with the fellows and did a hell of a job. So just wanted to, before I forget, I got it here in the notes, wanted to mention and thank him. All right. First, um, we got three guys, one microphone for the video feed on YouTube. Um, they're leaning in, leaning first. He's Allen Berg at Percent Berg. AB, what is up? I just want to block my toy out, which is great. Um yeah, I'm good, man. I'm I'm more excited about PJ Walker entering the game for the Carolina Panthers. You didn't even know it was him. XFL. I didn't. It's true. That was the Teddy Bridgewater's hurt, and PJ Walker, formerly of the Houston franchise of the XFL, is playing quarterback. Roughnecks. Speaking of roughnecks, there he is. That is Matoy Pearson. I make these takes. What's up, Mo? I thought I was gonna stop drinking. But Junkyard continues to put the alcohol right in my face. Never ends. <laughs> Never ends. Good segue. Yes. Well, we're going we're gonna to discuss that. Uh, last time I saw you was at the grand opening. It was late, and you were still doing your thing. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, yeah. No choice. <laughs> Producing the show, I am Reynolds 2305. Back from Wyoming. Um, really happy to be back, aren't you? Oh, thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming treated him well. Uh, I don't know when he's going back. We're just going to leave it at that. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. And uh, Howard at Gaming Today News, he is not here, but he is here in spirit. And uh, he was also at the opening. He I don't know. He left the opening and, and we didn't see him. Yeah, so what is that intro? I, I don't know. He's, he's not here. That's all. He's not here. So he's still good. Yeah. All right. Let's welcome in Jeff Davis of Circus Sports Now, formerly of Caesars, formerly long way back, CG Harris. He's been around town. He's on Twitter at underscore underscore junkyard. I don't know anyone who uses two underscores, but, I mean, he's a big guy, and he, he deserves it, so he's using two underscores. Jeff Davis, J-Y-D, what's up? Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the kids to stop playing Fortnite, Dave. Yo, is it bad? <laughs> hey, stop playing Fortnite. There's nobody home except the six-year-old. I don't want to yell at her. Son of a bitch. All right. So, Jeff, real quick, just a couple questions before we get to our usual stuff. We're going to do an NFL run and shoot seven. We're going to do a Moe's College Football two-minute drill. Uh, I got Jeff here. He's a baseball guy. 
just going to mention a couple things. Baseball, we'll, uh, you know, spin the wheel maybe a little bit around the horn if anyone has anything, and then we'll take a minute and get out of here. Jeff, how is the room at Circa? Oh, no. Couldn't be better. Uh, happy as can be. Glad to be there. Uh, work my face off every day I'm there, but uh, doing what I love uh, wouldn't be anywhere else. Is it good or bad to be reunited with Mo, Jeff? Um, what kind of question is on The fact – the first thing that blew my mind is when I showed up and found out he worked mornings. I'm like, this guy ever – how does he get here on time? Like, he couldn't get here on time at Caesars when he started at 5 p.m. How's he going to get here on time when he starts at 6.30 a.m.? But he does. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Do you think he sleeps? No. Okay, fair. Nobody sleeps anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, grand opening was two nights ago. You tweeted out the picture of you in the tux. We all saw it. You mentioned that you wouldn't have done it without Susan. What was the hardest part? What would you have done, not been able to do, had your not, wife not been there with the tux? I probably wouldn't have been able to go um, <laughs> because the tux was required. So when I put the vest on, the back was like so excruciatingly tight that like it fits someone with like a 34-inch weight, which I do not have. Um, so she had to do like the loosening of the vest in the back. Um, also, the tie was one of those like shitty cheap wrap around, like you got to clip it. And like, I'm not the most dexterous person in the world. So she did the, she did the clipping. Uh, yeah. And then you got like the cool colored buttons for the cufflinks. Uh, the number of times I've put cufflinks in a shirt in my life is zero. So I had no idea how to do that. Uh, also, the number of times I folded a pocket square in my life is zero. So she was able to assist me with that. So without her, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been there. <laughs> well, glad you made it. Got to give uh, Susan a shout out. Thank you for helping you because you not being there probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been a good thing. No, so and, and like I wish I could have made it to the end with everyone, but by 9.30, the hunger tilt had me in another world. <laughs> so, yeah, I just left to eat food. New world. And then life. once that happened, like, I, I found it disrespectful to go back in street clothes, so I just waved the white flag. There you go. Uh, I went full like Casper the Ghost. I <laughs> uh, didn't say goodbye to anyone. Uh, kind of a scumbag move, but I did it successfully. I like it. <laughs> um... So you've been downtown now a little while. Have you sampled the food places um, what, for you're lunch? Asking or... me. I weigh more than anyone in this podcast, and you're asking me if I've eaten food downtown. <laughs> like what? What? I need some recommendations of places to stop either in the Circa or around where you're picking up lunch on your shift. Well, given I work at Circa now, I, I wouldn't want to plug any place that isn't at Circa. Here we go. So I haven't yet eaten it anywhere at Circa, given it's only been open for, you know, what, a couple days. So, yeah, I'm not going to plug anyone that uh, that's not Circa. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, at, good places to eat downtown, but not for this podcast. At the gate, at the D, anywhere? 
Well, there's no food at the gate. Yeah, no food. <laughs> the food at the gate is like bourbon. Um, <laughs> it, you well, know, like, key food yeah, groups. well, it is. Yeah, yeah, brown liquor is like the fifth food group. It's in the, it's in the top tri- of the triangle, the pyramid. Uh, but um, no, if you want me to plug on Diamo, I will. The, uh, I mean, that's, the, yeah, that's the, the best way. steakhouse downtown. The food's incredible. It is. Like, it's, it worth, is. it's worth paying for. Like, yeah, you're going to pay for it, but you're paying for what you get. A phenomenal meal, phenomenal service. Yeah, must go. Absolutely. Um, last question before we get to the usual stuff. You're a golf guy. You look at golf odds. You watch golf on TV. Have you been watching the golf recently? And what do you? How would you rate the golf coverage of golf on TV? Is this? Does this have anything to do with the tweet I put up last week? Um, possibly. Okay, so. If you listen to like any, if anybody listens to any of like, you know, uh, no free ads, so I'm I'm not going to tell anybody what podcast it is. But there's a golf podcast that's, you know, very adamant about the the poor golf coverage. Now, last week, Dozo Championship, Rom Thomas final group, Cantlay chasing. You know, you don't get much better than that. It's on like a cool, quirky course in California that we don't see very often. I pay 70-some dollars a year for PGA Tour Live because I watch it in the morning before the golf coverage comes on. They're showing fucking Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, who are so far out of contention, it's unreal. You don't want to watch guys that are in 70th place when there are 78 people in the tournament. And it's 12.45 p.m., the leaders teed off at 11.55 a.m. It's not on Golf Channel. It's not on PGA Tour Live. So I don't get to watch the first five holes that the leaders play. But I get to watch Adam Long, who's irrelevant because he's playing with Bill and Tiger, a guy who's 18 shots off the lead. I get to watch him, and I'm paying for the rights to watch him. But Golf Channel has, like, a replay of last year's Champions Tour because the current one is in a rain delay. Why would we cut in? Let's watch last year's Champions Tour event. So, it, you know. All right, enough about the I, rant I, over. I, li- I like the fact that they show the replay. The golf coverage it's sucks. It's almost comedy that they play the replay. I like it. Just go back and just watch what happened last The best time. is when you're in the book, and now you guys hit at Circa with all those screens, the replay – ends up on one of the screens and someone says, is that live? I love when they come to the counter and say, is that live? What is that right now? It's My just favorite the thing to that point, Dave, is when we have adjusted odds up oh. and they're showing a replay from earlier today and they're like, ooh, this guy's still 14-1 to 1 and he's winning. Well, you don't know that he's about to make a double-double. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's just, yeah, it's just the golf channel should just go. Is is. <laughs> Is the impressive odds uh, on the screen like you watch the golf coverage now and it's right it in your time. face? It's it's a lot in your face now yeah. with the odds and stuff. I know it doesn't bother us because that's our business. But do you think the average guy who doesn't bet or doesn't is not interested? Is that bothering them watching this golf? I don't know because I'm not a guy who doesn't bet, so I don't. I can't put myself in that brain. Because I was, you know, betting with Joe at the bar when I was a sophomore in high school. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Did Joe pay? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Incredible. Well, I wouldn't know. 
Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's welcome in Howard Barish, HB, HB, at Gaming Today News. He's here, Mo. We were worried about you. We didn't know if you were coming. We hadn't heard. Uh, you're in the, the alternate office. We missed you at the Circa Grand Opening. You were there taking Circus, pictures. The big top. Welcome to the show. What did you think of the opening? thought it was spectacular. I mean, the, the sports book and the pool are definitely the marquee pieces to the place. Um, really, really incredible. Um, if you get gaming today this week, either online or the paper and the sports book, we've got a special section that's everything Circa. We got Circa by the numbers. We describe all the restaurants, the sports book, have some great interviews with Matt Metcalf and Derek Stevens and Mike Dinney, the director of marketing. So I don't know that. For us, the week turned out great. I know it's fabulous for them as well. Did the tux fit? So here's what happened. It was my tux for my wedding. Yeah. And the jacket fit, but I had to have the pants let out. I'm about 20 pounds plus from the wedding. Okay. Well, that's good. You've been married how long? 22 years. Pound a year. Yeah. You're doing good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Before we move on to the usual stuff, I just want to mention the gaming today be sure to sign up for the weekly Gaming Today newsletter, which highlights the latest stories from the sports betting and casino industry world. All you have to do is put your email address in the box on the GamingToday.com homepage. All right. Um, Where's Alan? It's a, it's a one-camera, three-person setup at, at the place. So they're sliding in and out in the video, but the audio is good. So that's no where we're at. Yes, no mask. We're, we're, we're all good. We're family. We're all good. Um, Twitter handles again, at GT Cash Consider for the show. Mine is at SportsBKConsig. Reynolds, I am Reynolds2305. Mo at Heed These Takes. Alan at Percent Berg. And HB at Gaming Today News. Jeff at underscore underscore Junkyard. Follow along on Twitter with us all right boys run and shoot seven we got some good games uh this week to talk about and you know we'll just kind of run through them real, real quick um see what everybody's thinking where the lines are moving now we got two years with uh circa thoughts and lines and a b uh with william hill me sitting just observing it all and howard looking for bearish bangers BB. game number seven least to beast thanks to carl by the way carl haskell he's really getting involved with the, he wants to know the formula carl you're never going to know the formula the formula was so instantaneously fast today in the group thread i sent my seven mo sent his seven and three seconds later the official seven came back so we don't know how it works but uh ab's all over it and has it on lockdown. Let's just say when it comes to you guys putting in your seven, I already know your square choices. That's oh. a bunch of bullshit. And that's not even a real formula. You're just like <laughs> making up spots for the games. I watched you do it last week. Yeah, I know. And you have no idea what happened. I know you made it up. That's all I know. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. He's still making it up. I said, I said the formula equals Allen's games. That's the formula. <laughs> And again, I would never ever put the Jets on the formula if that were true. I wasn't involved. I wasn't involved. Number seven, Vikings Packers at Green Bay. It's down to uh, minus six. Green Bay fifty-one is the total. 
Boys, hey, Jeff, just start us off. Packers, Vikings. I'm a bit confused at this move. Uh, we saw some Vikings money today. Yeah, numbers down to six at a lot of places. Vikings are missing two cornerbacks against Rodgers and Adams. Uh, you know, running backs don't matter to the numbers. So if Aaron Jones doesn't play, it makes no difference. Dalvin Cook's in, it makes no difference. Um, Packers 103, Vikings 6. Um, oh, it's done, yeah. Mike, Mike Zimmer on the road against good teams. I don't have the number, but go look at Mike Zimmer's record on the road, you know, straight up and against the number in, in his career. Um, it rhymes with not good. <laughs> is it not, it's is it's not Packers good? or pass for me. A.B., how did this game make the list and why? Did I put it on there? That's classified. But I will say I opened this thing at eight because of exactly what my man just said. Uh, I don't get it. I'm normally a guy that really wants to take division underdogs, especially if they're getting over a touchdown. Um, I do think Cook, even though the running back doesn't matter to the number, I think the Vikings offense is Dalvin Cook if they are executing. So I think that's the value that these guys might see in it. But I still just think Packers are so much better than the Vikings. I think the Vikings are trash. I said it from day one. Um, you know, Jeff just mentioned they have no guys that can cover anybody. So, you know, if you're, if you're taking them at this point, I mean, taking plus six, plus six and a half, bless you. Good luck. Mo? Sorry. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> no, I have nothing important to say really oh, ever. <laughs> I, I was going to interject as – the Packers are probably a good alternative survivor pick this week. Um, Sounds awesome. You know, everyone's going to take the Chiefs in Survivor that hasn't used the Chiefs to this extent. And if you want to win a Survivor pool, you can't be on the consensus because third place pays the same as 100 third place, zero. Um, so if you're looking for an alternative Survivor pick, uh, Packers has to be on the short list this week. Yep, I, I'm in 100% agreement. The number uh, probably should be higher, was higher. I don't understand the move. Packers lit them up the first time they played. Uh, Rodgers is going to light them up again. I don't know if the Vikings are going to score enough points to even get this game over the total. But I don't know. HB, you got anything with this one? This was one of my weekend for winners. It was the Packers. Okay. Simple. Uh, we're all five consensus. I know when we watch the pregame shows and all five consensus pick one way, you probably should bet the other way. But Insert prices right horn here. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, speaking of the survivor pick, it's the check mark, the free space on all of those Jets, Chiefs. Look ahead line uh, with our friends at the Westgate last week. I saw 21. Um, it's down to 20, 19 and a half in places, 51, 51 and a half, or no, I'm sorry, 49 for the total. Jets, lay it, take it. What, what, I mean, Jeff, what, what do you do here? Now, I don't have anything in front of me that would support this, but just off the top of my head, with numbers approaching or even higher than three touchdowns, Alan, stop making ice. Um, I didn't open the <laughs> these game. These favorites just aren't interested in these games. Like the ones that stick out to me, the year that the Patriots went sixteen and zero. I want to say it was like week four or five. 
after they won 100 to nothing in their first three or four games. A.J. Feely played quarterback for the Eagles. It was a Sunday night football game at New yes. England, and New England was laying like 26. They were all in the win by a field goal. Um, another one that sticks out to me, I was in the Bahamas. The only reason why I remember. Seattle was laying 20 or 21 at home against Jacksonville, at like the bottom of Jacksonville. And they won by like, you know, maybe a touchdown, 12, but never even thought about covering. Right. It's just – it's just not a number you can lay in this league. Now, I'm not saying, hey, everyone, back up the Brinks truck and go bet the Jets. But I just – these games just don't get handled. Like, nobody bets them. Nobody's interested in holding their nose and taking the Jets. It's like – I mean, this is such an obscure reference. But, like, today in the Europa Soccer League, Arsenal's laying three goals against Dundalk United from Ireland. <laughs> who's like a nonsense – like, I don't even know if they can afford uniforms. And there was a huge move from Dundalk because Arsenal played a second team. And it's like insta three nothing, and it doesn't matter. But right. it's just no one bets it. No one cares. Like, you just don't get involved. Like, the best thing you can do is to pick one of the other games to bet. Right. Yeah. Um, Mo, is this a teaser game? Would you even entertain – the Chiefs in a teaser, or the or the Jets. I mean, you take you know twenty six with the. I mean, Jets. I'm, ass, I'm assuming people are going to be doing such on Sunday morning. The window uh, is open, if that's your thought. And it's definitely like you know, Circa's ready to take all that, no matter what. But uh, I mean, this is something that I was just going to pass on. What Jeff was saying, um, you know, as far as like laying something like that, uh, just in this position, it just seems like too much. But once again, like if I'm going to be telling someone to bet the Jets, I'm like, you know. My fucking – I only have so much of a rep left. If I'm giving people Jets, it's not going to be too much left after that. So, I mean, regardless if that wins or loses, but it's just a game that I was just going to stay away from. I'm not willing to bet on uh, – bet against Mahomes at any point either. So, I mean, that's just kind of my case for it. Hey, B, this makes the list because we put it in there. But in reality, this is a bottom three handle game of all the games, is it not? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Do you this find any value in the Jets? Handle game of the year. Ever? Wow. No, this if this season. Yeah. No one bets these games. Yeah. I, I I spoke to Sammy today, our friends uh, at SP Shoot. He he called me and asked me about upsets in this game in particular. And I said, no one bets these games. They said the exact same thing you said. But do they bet it because it's Mahomes? Or even that's not enough because when it's a good team without a marquee player, the NFL MVP, nobody bets it. Will they bet this game more because it's the Chiefs? I don't know. Like, look at last week's box score. The Broncos, like, dominated the Chiefs in the box yeah. score. The Chiefs had a defensive touchdown. They had, like, a, it was like a kick return or a punt return. Like, the Chiefs really didn't do much on offense last week, and they scored 40 points. Like, right. it's so – week to week is so random that, like – if I had to bet it, like, yeah, I'm going to take 20. That's a right. huge number in the NFL, but, you know, it's like betting Kansas in college football. Like, you get what you get. Like, if you lose, like, you deserve to lose. Like, yep. 35-3, you, you yeah, signed yeah. up for this. Yeah, like, yeah, you get what you get. No, we're going to see a bunch of people betting Chiefs first half. Anyone that has money that doesn't have any type of clue on Sunday morning, 1-H. Loading. Whatever we can get down on Chiefs one half. Well, the funny thing is, like, you'll see 
people betting like five teamers and six teamers here. Let's put on all these spreads. Oh, let's add Chiefs minus $27 because I want to win an additional three packets of ramen so I can eat them this week. Yeah. That's about what it's worth. Yep. Yeah. Um, would you say it would be the biggest upset maybe in NFL regular season history if the Chiefs won or lost this game? I can't even think about the worst upset. Yeah, I couldn't think of any others, but like knowing nothing, it has to be in the discussion. When, yeah, the okay. Ravens were plus 24 when they almost beat that undefeated Patriots team, and it didn't happen. Well, the, the so Eagles. that's just, huh? Well, the Eagles, too, that Sunday night. It was like week four, week five. Yeah. yeah. Monday night where the kicker had the chance to think force overtime are we talking Ravens point spreads because <laughs> the Giants beating the Patriots the undefeated Patriots seem like ever. I mean I'm just saying regardless like I mean game. that was you know that's a pretty big upset but Sammy asked me that question I said I couldn't think of one that would be bigger that's why I mean, I'm just saying like I don't, I don't know that's what I'm saying like if we're not talking money lines if we're just talking about like general like oh they can win it all and they just beat the Giants three weeks ago Jacksonville was when they went to Denver Ready? They were like the expansion. Yeah, 20 – oh, no, this is before. They had to be yeah, yeah. double-digit dog, I'm sure, in that game. Number five. Yeah, Bill Wayne. Saints, Bears. Saints, minus four and a half. 40 – what is this? 43 and a half? Is that the total? Wow. Um, I'll, I'll lead off with you, HB. Saints at the Bears, you know, because Allen's probably not going to give his take on the Bears here. He is. Oh, he is. Oh, he's leaned in. All right, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the first shot, Howard. What do you like? Pass. I hate games that are four and a half and five in the NFL. Always. Okay, regardless of team, just hate pass. Them. Okay. Um, Mo. Um. Oh, I. I think I had this on the list and had nothing to say about it. So I there think you go. I'm going to stay with that. At this Adding point. to the formula. All right, Jeff. We save Allen like for last bad. on the Bears games. What do you got? So, like, the move on the Saints in the under is probably correlated to Allen Robinson may not play, and he's the only good offensive player the Bears have. Um, the Bears are probably the worst team in the history of the NFL that have possessed their current record. Um, maybe the Tebow Broncos that started five Close. playoffs, probably worse. But the Bears are awful. Like, their defense is good, and they're awful, and I can't believe they've won as many games as they have. That being said, I'm not sure the Saints are any good either. Like, Breeze has turned into, like, the dink and dunk. He can't throw it 30 yards anymore. Like, Kamara's a monster, but that's all they have. Um, I just I, – I don't even know what I would do in this game. Like, I think I would take the Bears because I don't think the Saints are any good. But, my God, the Bears are awful. Yeah. Uh, I just – no thanks for me. My money's going elsewhere this week. Before Allie goes, I'll step in. Weather could be a factor. Wind could be a factor. All of these things could be a factor. Drew Brees outside in his current state. I am not laying points on the road if there's any factor. That being said, that's the uh, that's the old caveat. I don't know if I would take the Bears either, but it's, it's Bears or pass for me. Allen. Under. Easy. Under. Who's scoring points in this game? These two teams stink. There you go. They're not good. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, the Saints are not good. The Bears are obviously not good. We saw what happened. Not good. good. Are the Bears going to win? If I give you this adjusted season win total, A.B., of nine, are you going over or under Bears? 
The Bears? I right don't now. know, man. They keep winning, which is really disgusting. Um, but this is typical. This is what they do. I mean, Dick Duran once had a 13-3 and Bears squad, and I don't think they've heard from him since they fired him. So this is what they do. They win these games. I don't know how they win. They go to the playoffs. They get annihilated. I mean, it all lines up into the future of this team. But something tells me that they're live in this game because they got hammered on Monday night. Uh, that game was not as close as the score indicated. Uh, of course, the Bears D tried to keep a minute with a defensive touchdown, crushing me in fantasy as well. Thank you, Bears. Um, but, yeah, I like the under, man. I, I just don't see there being a lot of points scored in this game. All right. Mark that one down. 38-30 final flying over the total. <laughs> number, number four on the list, the Las Vegas Raiders go to Cleveland. Cleveland minus two and a half, total 51, 50 and a half. Um, Cleveland, no Odell Beckham. Raiders, no defense whatsoever. Um, man. I'll start with this. I've been trying to get, you know, with Cleveland, against Cleveland, against Pittsburgh. We're back on Cleveland this week. It's Cleveland or pass for me. Um, more of a pass situation. I'll swing it back to the boys. Jeff, you can go first. Anything here, Raiders, Browns, over, under, what do you got? I guess I'm a bit surprised that the number's as short as it is. Like, I don't think – Beckham means anything to the number because they don't really use them all right. that much. anyways. Like, he's a nice guy to have, and they throw it to him occasionally, but the Browns have some weapons that they don't need to throw it to him all the time. And, like, DPJ. there's a guy in the office that thinks Baker Mayfield is horrendous, and I'm not that far on him. He's not great, but, I mean, he's probably a league average quarterback. He's Jake Plummer. But, no, he's better than Jake Plummer. Um, I want to see some tears uh, Jake no, Plummer again. No. I need to go back. Did you just to, say that? I need to go back. Jake Plummer's I need, I need to go back um, to the tape. It was much better in college. It was a move on it, and the number just feels short. The Raiders can't stop anyone. And I don't know. Like, I haven't laid the two and a half yet. I, I don't think I'm going to, but if I had to bet this game, I'd probably bet Cleveland. I just – it, it just the number just feels short. Yeah, said tonight's game felt short, and it's not. It's right, eight point lead with five minutes to go. Luckily, I don't have Carolina. Is it in the fourth? Uh, yeah, it's only yes. five. Shitting me. But yes, it's just it's, it's, it's Cleveland pass, but no confidence in it for me. Uh, not not gonna play. Howard, I watched a bit of the Raiders game against Tampa Bay. Their defense is so undisciplined. Yeah. They get so many pass interference calls, which leads to balls being moved 40 yards down the field and scoring. If I had to make a choice, I'd say over. The weather's going to be mild. It looks like it's going to be sunny in Cleveland, about 50 degrees. But uh, the Raiders are not impressing me, especially on D. Mo. Once again, I feel like we've talked about the Browns week in and week out. I mean, obviously, the Steelers game was the Steelers game. I mean, that's just how they play against them. It is what it is. But this is a good team. It's a good football team. I think, obviously, with the OBJ news that it that you know, you know, goes to what football is, especially later in the in the season. Um, but I feel like they've been doing pretty well. I feel like they should be, with the number being so short. I, 
it's almost like a spit in their face. I think the Browns are playing better than what a lot of people think they are, even though, you know, defenses are trash all over the league. It just <laughs> – all the defenses are bad. I mean, there's a bunch of teams giving up 30 points. Like the Steelers are giving up 30 points every game. And they haven't lost a game. They're undefeated. The Steelers, we're in the same boat and should be undefeated right now. So I kind of push all that out. I feel like the Browns should be up in this game big. If it does fall in, inside the number, I don't know anything, which I don't. But I, <laughs> I, I would take the Browns. If, if I had to tell anybody the Browns, it should be good here at home. And A.B. Like, I don't Slide. care. <laughs> yes! It made the formula. He doesn't care, has nothing to say. Perfect. Move on. Game number three from least to beast. Now the shit's getting personal. All right, this is the, the last three on the list. There's, there's, there's some personal things going on. This one, 49ers, Seahawks. Rigged. The line is three even. Seahawks favored. 54 is the total. My God. 54. Is the total. Um, Mo, you're first with this one. He's not. He's not at all. The ceiling? Oh. The ceiling play. How is this total only 54? The boys tilt the camera. For anyone not watching on YouTube, that's called the ceiling play. It's the over. It's one every week except one. And this game is over? It probably never happened. Well, it looks like it's going down, and like I see three and a half in sharper places. It is, and just wait. You want to talk about two opposite teams? I mean, Seattle can't stop anyone, and you know San Francisco's defense is pretty good, and their offense really isn't. Um, Great matchup on that side. Yeah, like I'm really confused by this game. Uh, you know, Debo's hurt. They don't have much in the backfield. Everyone's hurt for San Francisco. Seattle, again, they can't stop anyone. Um, Carson may not play. Homer may not play. Like, man, I, I just – I'm throwing my hands up here. And have, I got no idea. I don't, I'm more likely to bet the Jets than I am to bet this game. Wow. I don't know what to make of San Francisco based off of their performance last week. I mean – because New England is a mess. They didn't even make the, they didn't even make the running shoot. Don't set. put anything into last week because New England's like the fifth worst team in the NFL. Just, in no, the NFL. Just, when you if anybody gets a chance, yeah, look at nice. Look, just check the Niners' record in Seattle Hopefully in the last Will ten years. Listening. Check out the Niners' record in Seattle in the last ten. Oh my! What, what is it, Mo? It's just not good, is what it is. I I mean, if you go back at it, it's fucking terrible. The fact that they won that game at the one. Uh, last year was insane. You know, got him the – yeah, which, well, eh, I don't know. But um, <laughs> Seattle minus three is almost a fucking gift. I, I mean, I, I can't really explain it enough that – I know the Niners have had a couple big wins. I thought that I, – I don't care how bad the Patriots are. I, that's a huge win. I don't give a shit. Like, they beat them by fucking 40. <laughs> Fuck all that. They but what think that when you go from New England to a team that can actually play offense like Seattle – like, Russell Wilson has the 49ers number, and, and they're going to win by double digits. Like, the Niners are not – I know. I've seen they this. They by 40? I don't know. But Jermichael <laughs> Hasty's involved. Jermichael Hasty. Jeff knows. You were good last week oh, in a handful of characters. He's got the lateral quickness of a Barry Sanders. It's the only name I could think. I said oh. it's Jermichael and then Barry Sanders. This guy's the next one up. That's all I got. And they're still lose by double digits, but he's going to be a name people should be looking at. Seattle, San Francisco, three-point spread. First thought in your head. 
Mo. Seattle. <laughs> a joke. Yeah, I just yeah, it was a joke. I think, get, I think they're getting coached up by Kyle Shanahan. Like, I think he's done a tremendous job of, like, using wow. the strengths that Garoppolo has and minimizing his weaknesses. Oh, yeah. With all the injuries they've had, I'm very impressed with how he's done. And that, But that's why I love the over. I think, as Jeff said, Seattle can't stop anyone. So he can scheme up them to score points. And they're not going to stop Russ because Russ is amazing. So, you know. Yeah, strap yourself in. Let's go. Can we just recognize the DK Metcalf catching Buda Baker down the sideline? Oh, that was a great play. It was, was one impressive. of the sickest athletic plays I ever saw. They better yeah. give that guy a huge contract because he's incredible. Yeah. DBJ. That was good. Wait, okay, Mayfield's incredible? No, <laughs> DK Metcalf. Oh, shit. I'm not even. Welcome back I don't to even the know show. what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Mo, you got to listen to the show. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff just started shaking his head at me. <laughs> How many times a day does he do that in the wrist room? I can only count to 10. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. We're saving Mo for last. It's the beginning of an era. The Rams go to Miami. The Rams are three and a half. The total's 46. And Tua is making his NFL starting debut. I was just in Orlando with the kids for a softball tournament. The humidity was 90%. It was so hot. And my kids have never experienced that in playing softball. At one point, we had to go buy rosin bags because they couldn't throw the ball because it was sticking to their hand. Every one of the kids would come in after the inning and look like they got out of the shower. And they kept saying, Coach Dave, what's wrong? I said, it's hot. That's what it yeah, is. It's called humidity. Weather, temperature is up. The Rams are going to Miami. It's only three and a half. I trust Flores to make the right decision to start Tua. I don't like the Dolphins. I really, really like the Dolphins. goes against every one of my plays when I go against a rookie quarterback. I say the Dolphins win outright, money line. Uh, Howard, you're next. Your turn. Just looking at the total, 46, and the Rams have been coming under in most of the games. They've been bucking the trend of these overs with everybody. And between their very good defense and two as an experience, I still lean to the under. Thank you. Uh, no, not Mo. Allen, Rams, Dolphins. I was going to say I love the Dolphins, but I've been doing this show long enough that I know if you and I both love something, it's absolutely the wrong side. So Definitely I'm off. Good. Very good. Excellent. Thank you. Um, Jeff, this is an interesting one because you can't really make a number for it. I mean, what's Tua worth? Is he better? Is he worse than Fitzpatrick? He's never played. No one knows. So, like, we've actually seen really intelligent, conflicting action on this one. So it's hard to really say, and, you know, to his first game, he gets to face Aaron Donald, like, good luck. Um, I mean, how, like, the Dolphins can, like, in theory, can win the AFC East. They're better than the Patriots. Like, and the Bills aren't very good because Josh Allen is terrible. Um, I have, like... I'm kind of... I don't even know what to make of any of this. Like... Awesome. I, it's there's so many pass games for me this week, and this is one of them because 
one of the guys who's play, who's playing quarterback for one of the teams has never thrown a pass in the NFL before, but he might be really good. Yeah. And we don't know. There's so many variables here. Like, I'm definitely involved in all of the games that are not in the run or shoot seven. Apparently. <laughs> any of them. We all hate the formula. Mo, I'm do- we've been waiting for this moment no words. for years. All right. Your boy like Tua is years. playing. I think that's actually accurate. It is. We've been talking about Tua, watching what he's been done, doing at Alabama. Now he gets his shot at home in that uni. Nothing looks better than Tua in the Dolphin uniform. What do you got? When you say for years, do you mean a left-handed quarterback? No, both I mean – Both? <laughs> I, I mean all of it. Tua, lefty, Moe's guy, all of it. We're all waiting for a Samoan quarterback in the NFL to do well. That still may never come. I, I can't. I haven't really made a decision on if I liked him or not in this game. I just knew that we had to talk about it because it is what it is. I mean, it's like he's going to be starting for the Dolphins who have a chance to win the AFC East, like Junkyard said. Um, I thought more of it as a coaching deal. You know, McVay seems like he's been doing pretty good. Um, I mean, his offense hasn't been as, like, solid as it was when they won the Super Bowl. And Flores has been doing a great job. So, like – if he has any plans for Tua and Samoans everywhere, he's not going to fuck this up. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. If he has any idea what we're going through, that's the fucking – that's what I'm saying. I'm like, hey, you fucking benched him for Fitzpatrick, and I obviously know he knows the playbook. So Tua has to know a good amount if he's going to stick him in a position to play against one of the better defenses in the fucking world. Like, this – the Rams defense knows. Like, they're solid, and they're going to be keying in on him. I think the best thing going for him is that Jeff said it, they, he hasn't thrown a pass. They don't know. I mean, they're going to have to go back to Alabama film, obviously, between Saban and Flores. I mean, it's just a different deal. But I don't have much of a side. I, I think I lean more under because I don't know if they're going to get put too much on to his plate, you know, I, unless he score, you know, throws seven touchdowns, which I'm hoping for. <laughs> Is um, props in a whole Samoan for everybody rooting for this thing to, to work? My dad's so much of a pessimist against NFL Samoan quarterbacks, so he's like, we should just bet Rams. Why don't we just bet Rams? I don't know. I'm like, well, we'll think about it on Sunday. We'll figure it out then. You know, there'll be some type of – but he, he wants us to succeed, but we've so, seen so much pain in our lives. <laughs> the one thing that leads me to the Dolphins is, you know, again, I'm not going to bet it, but I find it interesting. They walk it back. They, no, it, but they would – decide this is the week against Sean McVay, who's one of the better co- the coaches in the NFL. They play Arizona next week, who doesn't have Chandler Jones anymore, oh, whose awesome. defense is like far inferior to the Rams. Like, they just want to throw him in this week against the Rams? Like, I find that a little bit interesting, which seems to be a positive, because why would they put him in this week? Why wouldn't they wait till next week? That's, but, that, I agree. Coach, so I have no frigging idea why but it, it you know just i that struck me as odd that's why this guy's great see so like this goes into my theory about this whole thing i think this is the game where they want to start evaluating what they have with tua they want to know okay let's get him in there at a reasonable point in the season where he's got to play like eight games right like nine games or whatever the dolphins have left can he can he be durable can he make the throw can he recognize, like, will he grow through the season? And if not, they have two firsts, they have two seconds here. The Texans pick's probably going to be pretty nice, so they may take a quarterback if they don't like what they see from Tua. The Texans, well, the Texans will pick good now that Bill O'Brien's not there. So they won't, 
Fucking no, right. they don't have a pick. Oh, it's oh. the Dolphins. Oh, pick. It's the I Dolphins see. owner. From yeah. Tunsil deal. Okay. Yeah. Great job by them. Um, so I think that's yes, what this man. is. I think Flores is a tremendous coach. I think he realizes that we know what we have with Fitzpatrick. We can always go back to him. Let's go see what Tua has. Let's put him in a rough spot. Let's put him against Aaron Donald and see what he can do. And then, you know, if he fails, we're like, okay, you got Arizona next week, kid. Like, you should right. be okay against Arizona. So, I, I like the move. I think, you know, that that's why I was liking the Dolphins, especially at plus four, that I could see at a couple books where usually, you know, a guy like me can bet. Uh yeah. Where, where can you get plus four? I don't see it anywhere. Uh, I don't bet that much, Junkard. I can get plus four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Long line they're, of Simone's waiting for this. They're definitely not on your screen. I'll put it that oh, way. I can't Fair wait enough. to this shit. <laughs> I can't wait to Final wait. game. I'm not going to butcher his name. Everybody knows his name now. Run and shoot seven. What I said? Steelers. Oh, I hate him. Ravens. It's Ravens week for the Steelers. Undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. The line is down to Ravens minus four. Total's 46 and a half. Dave was loving that. The line opened six in places. Um, let's go back to the fellas. Fucking three years. A.B., you're first. Steelers, Ravens, what do you got? I'm passing. Junkyard should go first here. Pass. Good conversation about this game. Conceding. So, this is a good one. And I mentioned earlier about – Green Bay being a good alternative survivor pick. I'm actually going to use Baltimore on my survivor this week, and I'm going to use Pittsburgh in my loser survivor this week. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? I'm going to be the only one with both of those sides in these pools. So when the Jets beat the Chiefs 9-6 in the worst game in the history of the NFL, I'm going to win a lot of money. Um, the Steelers are undefeated, and they've looked good for 60 minutes in no games. Um, Correct. Steelers are a good football Cleveland, team. Cleveland, Cleveland, they look good the whole game. Cleveland, What's they that? Look, against Cleveland, they look good the whole game. That's the only one. Okay, but one. Okay, I'll give you that. But we know what Cleveland does against good teams, and it's nothing. Yeah. Um, Especially with the Steelers. And, again, not taking anything away from the Steelers, but we're talking about John Harbaugh off a bye with Lamar Jackson, good defense, yada, yada, yada. I don't need to get into how good the Ravens are. The Steelers are a good football team. They're well coached. They have a lot of pieces. Just, this just feels like one of those NFL games that we look up in the third quarter and it's 28 to 3. Yep. It just, I'm probably going to bet Baltimore and I probably should have laid three and a half. I got lazy hoping it was going to come back to three and now it's four. I should probably lay four before it's five. Uh, three and a half was the buy point uh, from some of the intelligent players. Um, I just think if you want to win your – if you want to give yourself a chance to win your survivor pool, pick Baltimore this week. No one else is going to. No one else is you going to. play survivor pools to win. There is only one winner. So picking Kansas City is going to get you either next week with everyone else or out. So yep. take that for what it's worth. You know, I'm probably going to – like, also, this is probably going to be the Monday night game. Uh, Tampa and the Giants may not play. They're going to have to move a game to Monday night. They're not moving the Patriots game to Monday night. So they're not moving the Cowboys game to Monday night. So this seems to me, given that it's lost amongst the other 10 a.m. games, oh, I, I would assume, given the Giants had some COVID tests and it's off the board everywhere, 
I uh, will be seeing this game on Monday night. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Holy what, shit. What, what, what did you think of, Mo? You didn't think of the game moving to Monday night. What do you think? I don't of think. That's a dumb <laughs> – you're not even saying the right things. You're not saying the right thing. I love laying points against, like, the undefeated team. I feel like that's just the way that I live. I don't know anything else more. I mean, obviously, it's a big college thing. Huge. You know, like yeah. – Oh, college. yeah, yeah. They get the rent. You get the number in front of your fucking name. You, how can this team with the not number, you know? I gotta yeah. ask you guys this though, because I know you're you're pro ball tomorrow, but six is ridiculous though, right? Yeah, insane. Yo, yeah, like okay. I was yeah, a bit yeah, yeah, surprised yeah. at five and a half at the open, and I thought if I wasn't, it. I thought it was Steelers. Like six. the wife and I were out on Sunday <laughs> night, so I missed the openers. <laughs> I would have taken. I probably would have taken five and a half, right. knowing it was going to come Never. back. And then double back laying the Ravens like three and a half. But this week, I've been behind on life for like four days. And I've been so busy at work and with the wife and with the kid. Like, this is just one of those weeks that I can't catch up. So, I just – I really dropped the ball there. But, yeah, six it's, six was too much from, from the beginning. But I think four and a half, five is probably the right number. HB, Baltimore guy. Like them? I do. The numbers for hardball, both ATS and home after a buy, are just gaudy. Okay. Alan, anything to add before uh, I go? I, I was more upset about the opener than anything. Um, I got people to lay the Ravens at a much higher number than is currently on the board, so I was happy with that. Um, that's why I leaned it that way. And uh, to my, you know uh, – I guess knowledge, I the number is way lower than it was. So with that said, I am on board with Junkyard. I think that Baltimore has the more potential to, to cause a blowout in this spot. Um, that said, I've always been a big Steeler guy. I've been pro Tomlin for a long time. I think he's done a good job, especially last year with what he had to deal with. Um, but the, the spot does feel like Baltimore – and Dave, you know, me and you always talk about this game. It's always three. It's always three. I but have... the spot does, to me, make it four, four and a half. So I think at this point, the number, I'm not interested. But if Baltimore wins by three touchdowns, I will not be surprised. And I will be backing the Steelers when they play in Pittsburgh, if that happens. Yeah. If Okay. Who's your play? What if? So it's pretty simple. This game has been three for a decade, maybe longer. The home team is three. It's the same line pretty much consistently. So I went back with the help of a friend of mine. You guys may know, Ralph Michaels. The last 23 games between these two teams, the line has been three and a half or less 19 times. 19. Four times the line is five or higher. The dog is 4-0 and ATS in those games. Is, is that one of those times has to be when Roethlisberger was hurt and Byron Leftwich played for the Steelers. Right? That was that was one time, yes. So the the opener was just absurd. It was a miss. It was the wrong line. It's can't, it couldn't have been six. It's never going to be six. It's just too much. I, w I will say this, though. The game is more likely to close six than three. Oh, it's already – it's not going down again. That, that, that bottom, you said it. The buy point was three and a half. If it goes to five, five and a half, and if you sniff six, it's an immediate plus six back. Okay. Right? Yeah, I would, I would assume if it gets to six, someone's taking six yes. instantaneously. Right. 
That that's uh, so that's yeah. where they're playing. This I, game. I think this game probably closes in the vicinity of five, but five. Yeah. I think it closes five. Um, that being said, I, I, I would bet Baltimore. I, I that think, being oh. said, that being said, oh, if it moves to Monday night, <laughs> if it moves to Monday night, and all the favorites win on Sunday, it's going to close six. <laughs> yeah, that's for if sure. If David That'll wants be... to play five in a Baltimore game at home against his team, the Steelers are winning by two touchdowns. This is so easy. <laughs> I'm going to reverse on this now. I had Baltimore against Kansas City. I feel like they owe. You want to talk about we always say they owe? Oh, shit. I mean, seriously. I felt like a complete ass for playing them against Kansas City. Now I'm going to play them again against the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. That is our run and shoot seven. Let's get to the Moe's college football two-minute drill. When we we get real – Fancy and get a board and all that stuff back. We're going to play music in the background, like like the two-minute drill. So right now, there's no music, but it's most show. No, no imaging. There is imaging, but it's in my head. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of things in your head. Get it to your mouth and to the people. Two-minute drill, most college games. Go. I think the only thing I should start with immediately is that Trevor Lawrence has COVID. Prayers to him and his family. He's just not – I don't know. He's got other plans. But DJ uh, Lele, for anybody that doesn't know how to pronounce that. Is Samoan? He might be. <laughs> I don't know if you know by the name or the other name. There's two different names. DJ seems more Samoan. But he will be probably starting for Clemson. I think maybe what, – what do we have right now? 22-23? Yeah, that, that game was like 30-and-a-half, 31 uh, when the news hit. Uh, a couple of the uh, places – uh, far, far away or dealing like 24 and a half now. So <laughs> big drop. Lawrence worth a touchdown. Right. Lay it, lay it, lay it. I mean, I can't, I'm not giving it out as a play. I'm just saying, watch this kid. He's going to be amazing. He'll be the number one pick in like three years. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get to the games. I only have two games and one okay. I have to shove in the face of the listeners because I know they've been fucking me up for it bad. Um, but Duke this week plays Charlotte. And somehow I've been fading Duke as a dog. Um, or as – yeah, no, as a dog. Sure favorite. No, they've been really bad. But anyway, okay, I have to play Duke. I have to. Laying 10, nine and a half right now against Charlotte. Wow. I don't know. Will Healy – Charlotte plays enough opponents that nobody in this world knows about, but, like, a few of us, like, that are listening to the show, as it is, spin the wheel. Um, but Duke has played enough great teams already. Vatek. Uh, NC State. I mean, just teams that actually have a pulse and get players that, you know, and such. And laying a, sh- a small number like this almost seems insanely bad. I-, I had to think about it like 40 different times throughout like Monday. I'm like, I don't know if Duke's that good. Maybe they should be laying less, but maybe like, you know, Charlotte hasn't played anybody. I just think it might be too much for Charlotte late in the game. I think Duke's going to win by like three touchdowns. Like they're going to be ahead. So Duke laying nine and a half, ten, I think should be fine. Okay. On my second play, we'll also stay in the ACC. Uh, Virginia Tech laying three, three and a half against Louisville. Um, the Ville smokes uh, Flazu. I had to do it. Yeah, well, that program <laughs> is in the state where they deserve to be called Flazu. So Flazu and Wazoo are the same in the same realm of pain. Uh, but Virginia Tech loses the Wake Forest. They're laying a big number. They're coming off a big win against BC. Lose the Wake Forest on the road. Um, you know, seems kind of college football. I mean, that's just college football. It is what it is. Uh, Louisville coming off a big win. People get to see this. This team is not as good as they were last year. And 
considering Vatek's only laying a short number, I think, you know, what they seen last week could affect the number. I think my Vatek number was a little bit bigger, uh, a little bit longer, maybe five and a half, six. Um, I don't know. I think defensively it's a better team. Off, Like, their offense should be better. I know he's laughing. It could be a pause <laughs> moment. Uh, Virginia Tech is a uh, is is a good place. So I think Virginia Tech and uh, and Duke are my plays. I, I'm right. laughing because he called Duke minus nine and a half a short number and Virginia right. Tech minus three and a half a big number. Big number. That's why I, I'm. No, I heard not, it. I was that's gonna actually what you said. <laughs> it's a different. It was in a different like perspective. The perspective. Context. I understand your perspective. Right. I, I'm just. Repeating what you said. No, if you win by 35, it's a short number. Exactly. If the other team wins by seven, it's a, it's a – My results are all, like, over the place. When the contested. results come in, I'll, like, I'll make sure I know what I said at the time I said it. Is what I'm no, saying. we're going to play a game with college football. Laying or taking. You get to say one word. I give you a game and a spread. You say laying or taking. Go. Michigan minus 24 and a half at home against Michigan State. Laying. I'm taking. Notre yeah. Dame laying 20 at Georgia Tech. Laying. Laying. Agree. Can't. Coastal Carolina minus two and a half or three at Georgia State. Laying or taking? Taking. Oh, that's a lay. Easy. Watch. <laughs> Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State minus 12 at Penn State without fans. Laying or taking? Taking. You're crazy. That's another laying. Penn State's getting whacked. All right. I just want to pay for that. I'm going to pay for that one. No, no, that's okay. We're going to play it back, you know, after the games, and then we'll, we'll keep a tally of laying and taking. Those are the five games. Um, moving on. Thank you, Mo. That was outstanding work. I'm just going to point out that Mo's two-minute drill was five minutes First long. Ever in his I, I know. We got to work on sweating. that. Right? Yeah, your clock management's terrible. I, I, fair enough. Throw the flag. That's it. Baseball. Dodgers won the World Series. Um, Jeff, I don't know if you watched the broadcast. Pay attention to the pregame. Were you in there? But watching that? Have you ever heard Pedro refer to home runs as Ding Dong Johnsons? I have not. And to be brutally honest, most people know I'm a big baseball guy. I've loved baseball forever. I probably didn't watch 20 innings of baseball this season because of the wild schedule and hockey going so long. Like I just watch hockey every night. And by the time the season, like by the time hockey was over, the regular season was over and like the Red Sox were a dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I just all these seven inning games and, and Manfred with these trash rules and I just, I'm just – my interest in baseball has gone from, like, giant to very small in a short window. Right. It happened and for a lot of it's people. It's unfortunate because I love the game, but it – I just – this this must-face three-batter rule, I just – Right. No yeah. good. The re what, do you think of, what do you think of the White Sox hiring 76-year-old Tony La Russa? We – I got a text from a friend simultaneous to me and a guy in the office laughing hysterically at this, uh, this signing. Uh, co-worker says to me, he goes, hey, who do you think – you think LaRusso's going to, like, jive with, like, 
Luis Robert or Johan Moncada better? Like, the guy's 100. And, like, there's not going to be any analytics involved. Like, this has disaster written all over it. Uh, yeah. Give me White Sox under for all the money next year. It's uh, so it's going to be very high. The total's going to be in the high 80s if they play 101, 162 games. Right. It might even be 90, and there might be a mutiny on that team. Like, yeah. no thank you, White Sox under for all of it. It's all young guys that are flipping bats, wearing gold chains, their buttons are down to here, unbuttoned, and they're having fun, all of which Tony La Russa is not a part of. My concern is that Tony La Russa is 76 years old. It's going to just – him going out to do a pitching change is going to take a long time. It's a long walk to the mound for a 76-year-old guy. He liked to change pitchers before. Baseball's going to be like, what the fuck – Games take long enough. We're trying to shorten them. You hired a 76-year-old guy who's changing pitchers. It's a total disaster. I mean, he fell asleep at a red light drunk. He's going <laughs> to fall asleep going to a pitching change, right? Yes. yes hey, absolutely. Joe, <laughs> our friend Joe O, Joe Ostrowski, has been on the show. He's doing that podcast called Bet Sweats, and he does Chicago radio. We were blowing up each other's phone today because he said this to me a month ago. They might actually hire Larusa because him and Reinsdorf are tight. And I said, you can't hire Tony Larusa. He's been not as a manager game in nine years. He's your manager for a young team. Makes no sense. I don't no, get it. No, we we actually have another guy in the office that's from the South Side, and he's obsessed with the White Sox. And I actually tried to break his balls about it today, and he was excited. He's, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, was that our boy Rob? I'm not really a baseball guy, but is is there any chance this is like the Leland type of season where he's just like the old man and the other guys are really doing the managing and maybe it comes together kind of? I mean, just awesome. wearing the uniform at 76. Like, seriously, put him up like, in the – I'm just saying, like, place. when he was with the Marlins, they didn't seem like a Leland team per se. They were kind of like – like, I, I'm anti this just for the record. I think that – Jeff's right. It's a stone cold under, but I'm just saying playing devil's advocate here. Is it possible that that could be more of the thing that he's, he's like the figurehead, but he's not really the, the guy running everything. Is that possible? I, I mean, I suppose it's possible. Like they have a bench coach that like is actually running it, but like who on, who on the roster is going to be like, cool. Who's going to mesh with LaRusso? Like with today's, awful culture that's going on in, in society like how how is this like how is this gonna work it's just not gonna work no like i'm going to bet so much money on white socks under, under. Year. it's ridiculous yep i agree all right guys get ready for take a minute before we do take a minute uh i just want to talk about the gaming today digital subscription yet we should also mention how it all got started the vintage gaming today print edition can be found in virtually every sports book in nevada as well as sports books and casinos in nine other states. You get award-winning content analysis, stats, selections, gaming industry news, casino news, and more. From Oregon to Pennsylvania, it's gaming today in vintage print form. If your favorite book doesn't carry it, ask management to contact support at gamingtoday.com. Or just call Howard. He's here, and you can get in touch with him as well. Uh, and we know if you don't, Call Howard back after he calls you. You know what you're going to deal with with that. Shit list. Shit list. All right. 
HB, kick us off with the Take a Minute segment starting right now. You know you're getting a little popular if you start to get hate emails. That was a good segue before about shit list and emails. But after we put out our special Circa edition, which described the property in great detail, we interviewed all the key players. Matt Metcalf, by the way, fantastic to donate his time to a few interviews when he's opening the biggest sports book in the world. Kudos to Matt. Got some hate mail. And somebody wrote us and said, we're the biggest bunch of ass kissers in Las Vegas for putting out an, a, a publication or an edition like this. In this type of year, with everything going on and everything that's wrong with life and society and health, damn right we're ass kissers. Thank you, Derek Stevens. <laughs> there you go. Easy. Simple. Speaking of simple, Mo, ready? Three, two, one. I, I think I just drew a blank. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just going to segue off of being there. Uh, I wasn't at the Circa deal. Um, I, I, man, I almost said something I should have said. All right. Uh, maybe I just was... I'm just not. Pass, Mo. You I'm can okay. Pass. I'm, pa I'm passing. Yeah, Reynolds knows. I'm passing. You've I've, taken your minute, dude. I've almost dude. said. I almost about twenty different things that I have to say off air. There you go. That's fine. It's all right. It's done. Boot. Right. Buzzer goes off. Mo's done. Good job. Adding these takes. Say anything. Let's swing it over to Alan. Would you like to go now, or would you like Jeff if he has to take a minute? Jeff, you uh, two things. One. It didn't make Go. the run and shoot seven for obvious reasons, but we'll call it the run and shoot eight for this take a minute. I am sprinting to the window to take 10 with Dallas if it appears. Um, can't wait to get Ben DiNucci on my side. Um, way overreaction to last week's train wreck against the Redskins. I will not call them the football team. They're the Redskins. Um, I like it. The Eagles aren't good, and, like, everyone on the team is hurt. And they're just going to lay 10 against another team in this league? Give me the Cowboys. Uh, also, there's a lot of unknown, and we're way down the road, and you guys have plenty of time. 60-1 uh, to 1 on the Canadians to win the Stanley Cup next year is absolutely foolish. Go burn some money and bet that. Done. Good work, JYD. That's Jeff Davis at underscore underscore junkyard on Twitter. Dude. Friend of the show. All right, Alan, you are up next, sir, in three, two, one. For once, I have something. Yes! So, um, <clears throat> I am uh, actually leaving the Caesars William Hill family, and I'm heading to Win Interactive uh, in a that? couple weeks. <laughs> and uh, due to that, this will be – uh, the second last podcast I do. So um, I broken up about it a little bit, but I, uh, I want to uh, tell everyone, and thank you so much for always following the show. And uh, these guys are great. I hope they keep it all going. And uh, yeah, that's about all I got to say. All right. Wait that is now. that. He's hurt. Look at him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm already – I'm thinking um, – I'm not – I hear it, but I'm, I'm listening, but I don't hear it. And I have two weeks to kind of figure it all out. 
and I'm taking texts, DMs, emails, any way you can get in touch with me that we can keep it going with AB. We're going to try. It's going to be tough because there's rules, regulations, stipulations that we may have to jump around. Alan hates us all. He told me before we did this podcast. So, yeah. So, we're working on it. But, yes. Actually, he just told me that. Not just not you guys. Sorry. That's big the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. It's big news. Just happened. And, um, obviously, we wish you nothing but the best in the new endeavor. But we got to keep the show together any way we can. So, we're going to. Keep an eye on that. Alan, can, I, can I start calling you White Flag is your nickname now? Because you are surrendering this podcast? I think that that's always been a nickname, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my take a minute segment starts right now. Before I forget, I want to mention the ECSI family, which is the East Coast Sports Investors. That's my friend Jeff Dawson. He's in New England. He's a Boston guy. Eventually, we're going to have him on the show, but he tweets all of our stuff. He loves listening to the podcast and says it's like he's sitting in the book with us every week when we do it. So I just wanted to mention him. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for the hats and the shirts, and I can't wait to see you and meet you in person, hopefully at one of the books in town. Um, Secondly, the circuit grand opening was cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, If you saw it, my Twitter feed, I wore a tux, I wore a hat, I wore some white and black shoes that felt really, really good to the point where I tried to keep them. But the tux place said you got to give them back. So they were very nice. Everyone that I saw there, I just want to say thank you. And I know you're following along on Twitter, and I know you're listening to the show. Um, it was great just being out. That was my first outing since the stroke. It was my first – you know, we did it together at the Westgate. And we did this. It was great seeing everybody. I can't wait, hopefully, until we all go back to normal. But enjoy your time out. Come see everybody at the circuit. It's an unbelievable sight to see and well worth your time to visit. Um, our boy Jeff Benson, actually, I, I text him. He said you can go on the website, circalasvegas.com, and book seats, tables, all that stuff. There's a lot of area to sit. It's going to be reserved. You got to go through the website, circalasvegas.com, to book a seat. That's going to do it, boys, for the show. Dave, Dave, I I just want to interject. Yep. I just want to give you a hat tip to how good your candy list for Halloween on Twitter was. Uh, Very proud to see that you actually elevated Kit Kat to number four. Kit Kat is like far and away my number one. And obviously everyone's list is a bit editorial. However, your list was as good as I could expect someone else's list to be. There was no white chocolate garbage on it. Um, there There was no garbage on it at all. Everything that was above Kit Kat, Deserve to be above Kit Kat. I'm not a Reese's fan. I don't care for the chalky texture of the peanut butter and the Reese's. I but I understand I why people love the Reese's. Chocolate and peanut butter is is the marriage made in heaven, like beer and wings. But <laughs> I, I just I thought it should be mentioned that your candy list is very strong. Uh, my only other adjustment: Swedish Fish is probably higher on the list. Uh, Swedish fish sex. Very popular with the kids. It really, the, the, the uh, 
The list came from a lot of people. I did what we do every day. I, I, I ask other people that may know or as opinion I respect. I got a great response from a lot of people. I want to thank everyone that contributed to that. It's available at SportsBKConsig on Twitter. That's my Twitter handle. Um, we have uh, Howard at Gaming Today News. We have Mo at Heathy Stakes. Alan at Percentburg. I think – I think everyone needs the chance to chime in on this if they've seen this list. And I will say, first of all, Junkyard, how dare you? How dare you come after white chocolate with such just disregard? It's, it's incredible. Well, well no. that's what makes it incredible. It's way better. Call it white garbage. <laughs> and, and enjoy it. Garbage is not good. So, therefore, that is a terrible assessment. I feel like I've never seen white chocolate. <laughs> like, I never got it. You ever watch Halloween Jason Williams play? It's um, like that smooth, dog. It's I not <laughs> But I love the list because two and three were my top candies. Twix, Twix and yeah. Reese's peanut butter yeah, cups. Reese's, Reese's Very good. One. I'm with the JYD in the regular chocolate or white chocolate form. Kit Kats no. are astounding. That's um, a felony. And white I agree with him. Hold on. All right. Hold on. I didn't care but the I will say the Swedish Starburst fish, I agree, have to be higher. Right. Swedish fish are incredible. It's a go-to at 16 at the drugstore with the scoop and all that. It was yeah, mostly yeah, Swedish yeah. fish, and everyone killed it. I like not the chocolate candies. Like Sour yes, Patch Kids, right. like Starburst. Like if I seen any sour candy right in my fucking bag, in my fucking not. pillow bag, I lost my shit. Like. I didn't care much about chocolate at all. Like, I like Milky Ways, I like Snickers, Kit Kats are the one. Sour Patch Kids didn't make the list, did they? Yeah, they were like 16. Oh, oh yeah. But that, but I all didn't right. – what the list was great. Like, there's nothing I was just going to like. They should have been higher. Right. They should have been higher. I mean, but yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's just a list. Okay, it is yeah. what it is. Like, Oh, Starburst all... made the list. Yeah, the no, Starburst were Georgia. Starburst was number eight because of Starburst you. Starburst were Georgia. Yeah. No, Nobody no. likes the yellow. What's incredible I is – How? That's impossible. What? Yo, no, get awesome. out of my apartment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the funniest Ow. part about Starburst, I was like, it's that candy that I feel like everyone kind of loves, which means it's like Georgia. It's the team everyone kind of loves, but they can't oh, win. Oh, yeah. No, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, when I seen it was number eight, I was like, yeah, fair. Like, exactly. You know, it can't be five either. Like, it's yeah, got to no, be like a little hard. bit like in the middle of the 10. It's got to be that team that always loses to Alabama, which means when they play Snickers, they just can't win. I like. Yeah. I like. I also want to give credit where credit is due when you're calling out candy corn as being unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, never. So, for example, never. it's not are, candy. No, if there are 180 candies, candy corn is 181st on the list. <laughs> I think pe peppermint candy is the worst too. Like, does no, anybody? Because it's not no, candy. Pe no, I mean, it's, it's a it's candy. a candy. Like, it's like it's it is candy. somewhat of it's like peppermint. It's it's like a breath freshener. I mean, when I see it, it looks like fucking candy. Like it's in a, you have to unroll it like this. You got to do one of these things. Like I, I, I can't do. I can't. I'm not, it's a candy. It is. It's fucking candy. For the video feed, uh, Mo is unwrapping a piece of candy. I don't know exactly what it what you look like. I don't know what you're doing. Right, we're gonna leave it at that. We're gonna get out of here now. That's gonna do it for the show. At GT Cash Consider, we are very close to 1,500 followers. The goal was to get to 1,500 by Halloween. That's three days away. We need 10 followers, maybe nine after the show. Thank you for listening to the show. I am Big Dave, Dave Sherapan. We will talk to you guys next week for Allen Berg's farewell episode. See you, boys. Talk to you next week.